I'm Kay Adams, and I really, really, really do not want to be doing this podcast. In fact, I, I'm not even sure, honestly, if I'm going to be able to go through with making this podcast. It might be number one in a series of one. It might not even ever see the light of day because I might bottle it at the very last minute. It is called How to Be 60. And I'm wondering how to be 60. It's scaring the shit out of me. I know this sounds like an affectation, uh, you know, that I'm being overly dramatic here, attention seeker, whatever it is, but I, I'm honestly being genuine. I get a rising sense of panic when I think about being 60. Um, actually saying it out loud is deeply unpleasant. I mean, if I had one of those heart monitors on, it would be jumping about here. But anyway, against my better judgment, I am going to confront this. I have got roughly nine months until <laughs> I'm 60. And, and I need to... Oh, this is horrible. This is horrible. I need to reconcile myself to it. I need perhaps even to embrace it. I don't know. Maybe I could enjoy it. Who knows? Um, but I, I need a guide on my journey. An older person who's <laughs> crossed the Rubicon of 60 knows what it is like to be on the other side. Someone who has got the comfy slippers, relishes being in bed by nine o'clock, idles away her days making oat cakes, and believe me, she does, and regrouting her easy access non-slip shower cubicle. And that person is... Cara McKenzie. <laughs> well, hello, Kate. Where the heck do I start on that introduction? But uh, that, that was honesty. That was so honesty. That is how I feel. Many issues. Well, what? What is your problem? You've made such a fuss. You, what is your... Where do I even strip this down? What is your biggest problem about being 60? But, uh, Are you worried that you look it? Because can I just say it? <laughs> Don't, it's too early for that. It's too early for that. We'll get into that. Right, OK. I, I don't know. We have to unpack this. I don't know why. Well, think about it. Well, I, well because, you know, you think about You go into a greetings card shop, right? And they say, when you get to 40, which traditionally was the big milestone, wasn't it? Nobody wanted to be 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it will, it's like, oh, 40 is a new 30. Everyone mm -hmm. looks fab. And, you know, Mylene Class is 44 and she looks amazing. And, you know, all of these people. And then you get to 50 and it's like, you can still be fabulous and 50. And Amanda Holden is 50. And, my God, she looks amazing. Once you get to 60... All the greeting cards are about <laughs> flatulence, forgetfulness, <laughs> where did I put my glasses, oh, you know, nice. your tits are down at your bloody waist. I mean, nobody is pretending anymore at 60. Do you know what? It's not even middle age anymore. No. It, no. It's, it's called, do you know what it's called? The new 17? No, I don't know. What's it called? The third age. Dear. It is called the, th you're not, I mean, geez, I, I never wanted to be middle aged when I was a kid, I used to think, when I was about 15, the one thing I don't want to be when I grow up is a middle-aged woman because I had such horrors around being a middle-aged woman. And so now I'm not even you? a middle-aged woman. So, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I'm just... I'm st I am actually struggling. You're struggling with this. I am struggling because... To, to see why you're struggling. I mean, I actually... I'm 62, so we're Are actually... You? You're quite a bit three. older than me, then. Is there a blip here? I don't know. <laughs> 
uh, I sit, I am three years older than you. I certainly don't look it. When um, and I'm I'm quite confident that you probably look. By the way, did somebody tell you this was going me. to be visualised? <laughs> I'm quite happy. I've not got any lipstick on today. I admit that, but that's because I don't feel any well, and I'm here under Janice. However, what I'm saying is, do you think you look your age? Well. I think that's something that we need to discuss. What is looking your age? What does 60 look like? I mean, Madonna, she's 60-something, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Does she... I mean, OK, so you and Madonna, right, are probably about the same age. Who looks <laughs> their age? You or Madonna? <laughs> yeah, she's not gone for the grey hair look, has she? No. she. No. Like, why did you let your hair go grey? Um... Partially laziness. I think a lot of people did it during COVID, didn't they? And I think I thought I had that, you know, you get that inch at the top of your uh, your hairline and you think this is grim. I can't actually carry on wearing hats through the summertime. Have you heard of hair dye? I'm not. Yeah, because I actually gave up getting my colour done at the hairdressers when it's horrifically expensive. For God's sake. What? I mean, some things are worth spending money on. Do you not do your hair at home? Because it looks like it. Well, no, no, there's no need to be randomly cheeky. Actually, well, it does today because it does need a wash. I have to say, Mm -hmm. but you know, when I get it done, it looks quite nice. So you made no effort today. This bit, the dark bit on the top, is deliberate because that is to make it look as if actually I've got dark hair. I mean, when that bit down the middle is grey and the rest is dyed, that looks naff. I'll give you that. But if that bit is dark, it's like you're trying to pretend that it really is dark, and you've just put. I've no anyway, idea. I've lost the will to. Well, live. clearly, because you've just, just let a yourself go. Maybe we should tell people why we are so rude to each other um, and how we know each other. Tell us about yourself. Right, well, uh, I am going to be 63 in December. I actually (sighs) embraced turning 60. I loved it. Seriously? I was really proud to tell people that I was 60 this year. Because... Really? Yeah, absolutely. And do you know what I think it was? I think it was the fact that I was no longer going to be working because I had made my mind up that come 60, I had, you know, I'd had enough with the work. I'd worked, I've been lucky enough to work all my life. A lot of it in the same um, business and I was so ready to leave. I've had a lot of great jobs, but latterly I thought I am so ready to get out. So that was a lot of me really looking forward to 60. It gave me sort of licence to give up and make time for the things that I wanted to do. I'm actually feeling quite sick actually just hearing you say that. Not because I, I disrespect your choices, I really don't disrespect your choices because actually we spoke about it, didn't we? And then just, you know, so I do a radio show at, at BBC as well as doing Loose Women. Karen, you worked at BBC for, for many years. We worked in the same office. And, you know, as an older person in the office, I thought I would befriend you. And so... Because <laughs> there was no one else that wanted to speak to you. <laughs> so we developed this rather strange relationship. We do have a very strange relationship, don't uh-huh. we? I'm glad you didn't say friendship. No, no, well, it's not... Because it's not a friendship. I think it's colleagues, maybe. So I said to you, because, you know, I've got lots of famous friends, Karen McKenzie, to be perfectly honest. You've got lots of famous friends. I do. I could have snapped my fingers and got at least a D-list celebrity to do this podcast with me. And I racked my brain and I thought, who do I want? Who do I want? And do you know what? I've got this connection with Karen McKenzie. I think I'm going to go Karen. And I could exploit her. No, no. And then so I, I asked you, you know, would you like to do this podcast with me? A, you don't listen to podcasts, you don't really know what mm-hmm. they are, I so that was actually. a slight barrier. Um, <laughs> and then you said, okay, that's fine. And I said, right, okay, so we do it Thursday at 10 o'clock. 
Oh, no, I can't. Uh-huh. Because you were walking the dog. Yeah, I walk my dog every day, every in the morning. So that, that, a... that is why I don't want to retire. I mean, for God's sake, how could you be so rigid that I would say, look, Karen, here's an exciting new project. I have chosen you out of all of my D-list celebrity friends to do this. And you say, well, yeah, okay, I'm kind of interested, but not at half past ten in the morning because I'm walking the bloody dog. Because you're not that important to me. What you put for me, and that's... (laughs) I retired for the reason that I didn't want to... um, I didn't want to work anymore, so (laughs) I retired because I want to do the things that I want to do, and that includes walking my dog every day, right? So I have a different... (laughs) I trash it on a Monday... If you're on a Tuesday, I work on a Wednesday, I have Louise on a Thursday. What do you do on a Wednesday? I work at this BBC thing. Oh, right, OK. Cool. Keeping your hand in. Oh, no, that's, we, we, that's a thing that we do together on the radio. Oh, you're right. Why were you not even but, going oh, to tell people? I mean, why were you... Are you ashamed of it? No, uh, no, no, absolutely not. It's, okay, there, it's part of my week. It's built into my week. But that, but what it's just I'm part saying of your is, week. I have... So those friends I have, I've known forever, and I like them and I enjoy their company. So, uh, you know, they are part of my they are part of my week. So that's why I'm not available to do anything during those times. See, I think you've just kind of summed up what frightens me about, you know, whether it's retirement or being 60, it is becoming that routine-based person who does the same thing every day, you know, every week and fi- and becomes very inflexible and life kind of shrinks. Now, like mm-hmm. I say, I'm not knocking your choices, mm-hmm. but that is why it scares me because I don't want to become one of those people. Well, I go to the garden centre on a Monday mm-hmm. and on a Tuesday I've got the lunch club and on a Wednesday I've got this. I mean, that just see, gives me the heebie-jeebies. The thing is... I chose to retire to do the things that I want to do. I now have time to do it. I'm inflexible. You work, I don't know how many days out of the week, and you are inflexible. So, in fact, that's one thing that we've got in common. You were saying that we, you know, we don't have much in common, but actually there's a thing that we have. What we have in common is we've got two girls, mm. uh, we've got a dog, and we're inflexible. We're both inflexible. You're slightly more controlling than me. I've you noticed think? That. Oh, I key. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, in what way? Uh, I think if I said, if you give me a choice of two things to do and you said it's completely up to you, Karen, you take, you make your choice and I said one thing, you go, yeah, I can see where you're coming from, but I think we'll go with the other thing. Honestly, it's only because, maybe you don't even, look at the face, you don't even realise you do that. It's because, okay, I've given you that choice, but actually this is my gig, so I'll just make sure it's the other one. I think you're making that up. I am not making that up. I think you're paranoid. I've worked with you for how many years and I've seen that come through. Give me an example. No, I haven't got time just now. I'll oh. work on it. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I think that controlling um, element comes from maybe an anxiety. <laughs> this has turned into a therapy. A psychiatrist. Well, I'm actually being honest about the fact so that I. I have an anxiety. Oh, I didn't know that. No, but that, that's why I want to do this podcast. Oh, because yeah, yeah. I do have, and I do recognise that I have an age anxiety. Mm-hmm. I have always been age phobic or, or an age denier. Call it what you like. I've just I never... My mum was the same. My oh, mum right. was an absolute age denier. Right. 
Like, right. So this is where it's from. Well, I don't know. I mean, the two things that I can think of are like my mum, who was honestly, she would not consider it. One of my most vivid memories, I think my brother and I uh, would be at like 10 and 13 or something. He's older than me. Um, my mum was stopped for speeding. We were in the back of the car. <laughs> And it wasn't terrible speeding, but, you know, she was over the 30, whatever. And uh, so a young policeman stops her and says, you know, what's your details, madam, blah, 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 blah. And um, what's your age? And mum said, over 21. And that's what she said all the time. That's always what she said. Over 21. And the uh, the guy goes, well, I'm sorry, madam, I I need your date of birth. Over 21. Over 20. And this escalated. And, like, my brother and I are in the back of the car dying. Um, But she would not let it go. I am obviously my mother's daughter. Wow. To the point that we had to go to the local police station. And my dad had to come and spring us. From the police station, because he quietly in a corner revealed her date of birth to the desk sergeant. That is extreme. And so that that was it. So I guess that's implanted in my brain somewhere. And she never, ever conceded her age. I mean, if anyone asked her... That is so interesting. So, Kate, before uh, this podcast, before you've kind of, you know, obviously you're going to do this podcast about, you know, how to be 60... um, if I had Googled you, if I had, I know, 60. Honestly, if I honestly. had Googled oh. you, would I have found the right age in Wikipedia or whatever? Well, I mean, that's the ludicrous nature of it because obviously. You lied. No, yeah. but because I do have D-list celebrity, my age is recorded out there. You know, it is there. Though I noticed it's wrong in Wikipedia. I quite like... Oh, is it? Does it go... Does it, it actually older makes me older, but I quite like... Because it's quite little. What I quite like to do is disseminate false information. And so in different stories, I kind of fudge my age or whatever. And so there's loads of different ages right. out there. Can we check that you are actually going to be 60 this year? No, I've got my birth certificate. I know I, know I am. I, I, I know I am. Though I have to say, actually saying the numbers out loud, I find really difficult. I can do it like on the phone. Like let's say I'm phoning the bank or whatever and they ask you your age or the insurance or whatever. Because you're anonymous. Uh-huh. And they say date of birth and I can say it. Mm-hmm. I can say it. I don't like it, but I can mm-hmm. say it. Um but that is really the only situation that I can say it on. And like if I'm on Loose Women or whatever and they, they know that I'm a bit bonkers about my age and they'll try and prompt me to say my date of birth or whatever. Right. And I really don't like it. Are you the, I have to admit that I've never seen Loose Women. Are you the <laughs> oldest? <laughs> well, it's a daytime programme. <laughs> well, you're busy walking the top. <laughs> no, that's the morning. You've forgotten that. <laughs> I've felt, You've I've never felt, seen not, Loose Women. I promise you, hand never. on my own children's life or my own life I have never not watched not in 21 years didn't know it was going that long I promise you I have never seen it I, I, I do have got a thing about this I don't watch daytime television you would need to be ill lying on the settee <laughs> before that telly would go on we were never allowed the television on in the morning listen um can we play some games in this, right? Okay. I want to play a game called Big Six O Bingo. All right, right, okay. Because, you know, that's what people do when they're 60, isn't it? They go to the bingo. Do you go, well, to, the, do you go to the bingo? No, I have a very fulfilling life. Oh, you've already told us what it is. So I here we go. <laughs> I think you're just envious of my life. No, no, I thought this would be a good imagery thing. So, you know, these big tombola things. Yeah, I do. Okay, I do. so I'm going to put a whole load of questions in the big tombola. With different colours, and I'm going to spin the tombola, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you're going to choose a colour, 
and we're going to get two questions that are going to come out. Right, okay. And now, How to Be 60 presents the Big 6-0 Bingo. And I'm just looking at your arms, and if I could see your arms with a sleeveless top on, I would see. No, I don't that have bingo. bingo. No, no, wings. I don't. Honestly, I don't have bingo wings. I can't show you, but let, let me. I'll try and pull it up. Look, I don't really have bingo wings. That's quite annoying. You don't actually. No, thanks, thanks. Neither do you. To be fair, you're quite trim. Do you know what? Anyway, so are you ready to play right. Big Six O Bingo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Choose a colour. A uh, green. Green. Okay. Um, let me just get the green ball. Okay, and the question is, finish this sentence. I am too old for dot, 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 question mark. At the great old age of 63. Oh, God, I'm too old for... Oh, what, what am I... I don't think I'm too old for anything. Don't you? Yeah, but you've kind of sprung it on me, so I've not really thought about it. Well, no, I... Too old for... What would you say you're too old for? Uh, burpees. Oh, there is that. We did burpees together. Oh. You've got to clench your pelvic floor, don't you? I know. Ah, oh, sneezing, burpees. Leaking. So depressing. It really is. I mean, last night I did one of these Joe Wicks workouts. And I, I love Joe. He's a nice boy and everything. But we all got to the burpees and I thought, I cannot be fucked with burpees. Did, I really can't. Did you let... No, no, everything you know. stayed in. I mean, there wasn't any leakage or anything. But I just thought... Really? I mean, at this age, do I really want to be doing this? Do a burpee? And then that happens. And then you have to sort of pretend to tie a shoelace. Just uh, to sort yeah. of kind of... Oh, no. That's not... yeah, so you so... don't have anything that you're um, torn for? Oh, God, do, yeah. Do you want more warning? Of the... I mean, if we play this game again, do you want to <laughs> yeah, have some warning? I wouldn't mind, actually. I'm very ill-prepared. Well, this shows you that I have embraced 60, coming on for 63, and do I really believe... You are, that I'm too old for anything. You're right about the burpees, actually. Probably if you were to point out a few more things, I would probably agree with you there. There's not often much that we agree on, but I will agree with you on the burpees. Okay, all right. Okay, one more then. Are you ready? Shall Mm -hmm. I spin? Big six of bingo. It's colour. Round, round, round. Pink. Pink. Pink's not my favourite colour. I don't know why I said pink. Okay, well, anyway, the pink ball. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think when you look in the mirror? Oh, God. I I need lipstick on. I need mascara on. I never wear uh, makeup like foundation. That's because my mother never wore it. So I, up to the age of... And and you know when you go into a... um, Like John Lewis or whatever, and they'll say, what kind of makeup do you wear? Don't worry You can see their face drop at your age. They're not saying it, (laughs) but they're saying, right, can I just sit you down? They're thinking, right, this is a seal here. We can kind of go right through her. So I've never worn makeup. Never? No. But when I go out, um, I have got Lisa, my older daughter, introduced me to uh, foundation. And when I go out, it makes a real difference. And you think, "Mm, this actually does look. But then you need some sort of like rude on over it blusher we like call a, it now <laughs> you look like a sort of ragdoll kind of thing but you're supposed to blend it in though yeah it just doesn't look and it looks too I think they just gave me the wrong colour so when I went in right for kind of getting my foundation and, and what did you call blusher it was the wrong colour they gave me so I just, it just it's not nice so I do if I'm going out wear foundation and I do know it makes a difference and do you wear eyeshadow and mascara and do you do mascara, your brows mascara I do if I wear false eyelashes, which I've done, the last time I Have wore them you? was at my 60th. I see, I think you can a, feel that could fit into I am too old for. 
You can feel. Well, I see you wearing false eyelashes. I, but when I you think, come back I, I think I've only got nine months left of false eyelashes, frankly. Aye. Do you just kind of like want to make the most of them? Because I've seen you the next day and you've still got them on your I've got them, them on five days later. Have you? Yeah. Until they actually fall off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that because you're tight? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually because, I mean, that's when I do loose women and they do the makeup and they're brilliant um, and they give you these fabulous false eyelashes, which would probably cost about 150 quid if you went to a beauty no. salon. Is yeah, they right? would. And so I think like done I'm going to get maximum, maximum out of yeah. this. Would you consider getting your teeth done? <laughs> I think you'll find that I've got pretty good teeth for anyone. I know, but you know that yellowness you <laughs> That yellowness. God, you know what? I remember back in the 70s, you used to get this tube of red stuff that you put on your gums. And what it did was, it just highlighted it. All it did was make your gums look really maroon. Maroon. <laughs> and it made your teeth look really white. It was probably the really cheap and, and 70s version of getting your teeth whitened. No, I absolutely. People that it's get their teeth done. Optical illusion. Mm, people that get their teeth done. And they're like sparkling white, just look ridiculous. I've got nice teeth. Okay, I've got a bit of a tooth <laughs> down there, which has got the root canal, you know, that's that's kind of gone. So, but when I smile, do you ever smile? Do you smile a lot? Yeah. You, yeah, you're smiling now. So you see, oh, yeah, I didn't know your teeth were capped at the front. Yeah. Oh my God, did somebody knock them out or what happened? No, no, it's to make them look nice. How many have you got that are capped? Oh, oh, I've got that. I think I've got the full set done. Oh my God, you're so American, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So I know, but I mean, you know, yours are what would be funny you say mine are American. Yours are what people would call British teeth. Natural. Well, natural. I think that's not really I what can they're live meaning. With how I look, you know, yeah, and that's good. I applaud you for that. I might not have academic qualifications, but I can live with how I look. But it's just the crookediness. Are you I okay like with the crookediness? That. I absolutely <laughs> like that. Oh my God, there's character there. Wait, yours, your are all, yours are all flat. They're like false teeth. They're like kind of. Do you know what? I've never noticed that before. Yeah. I don't yeah. sort of sit normally. See, a lot of my friends with you. teeth like yours would get Invisalign. You know, these what sort is of. That? These are the transparent kind of braces that would, you know, try and straighten, straighten yours up out. a bit. Would you it's consider character. that? Yeah, character. Okay. Right. Moving on. No, I want to discuss. No, your teeth no, we're moving on because I, I've good. formatted this podcast mm. and I insist on sticking to my format. When are you get them done again? Do you get them done regularly? Well, I think I'll have to probably get them done before I die. Um, Is that anytime soon? Well, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I'll have to think about that because if I live. Let's say, I'm just going to say, say touch wood if I live till 80, but I don't even know if I want it, you. to be honest. Um, I'd probably need them done before I die. When were they done? They were done about 10 years ago, so they're probably You're quite got... vain, aren't you? Uh, Did somebody suggest you got them done? Was that no, for I television? I wanted them done. Was that for television? I really want... No, no, I really wanted them done. Yeah. Why? Anyway, I'm trying to move on. All right, we sorry. can come back to our teeth if you really want to, but... Yeah, I'm happy with my teeth, thanks. My next little segment here... Right. Is sixty in the spotlight? All right. I might even come up with a jingle for that one. Sixty, 60 in the spotlight, something like that. You Maybe know. Radio Two. Do, 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 do. That's what you'll be doing. You'll be listening to Radio Two. Ken next. Bruce, what age is he? He must be one hundred and seventy. He's very funny, Sounds actually. Like, is he? Yeah, give your Did you have your an money. affair with him? No. I, I could like see to you and him so. together, actually. Well, I, you know, he's somebody that I'd like as a friend. <laughs> Am I blushing? Am I you are actually blushing. No, you know you fancy Ken Bruce. Ken, if you're listening to this, and I know that you may not be. Uh, 
I don't know if I find you attractive, but I'd like you as a friend. Oh, get lost. You know, some lost. people you get and you think, you're so funny, I would like you to like me. That's a bit needy, isn't it? I, God, I never, I tell you what, I never expected to press that funny, button. He's naturally funny, He's re- naturally funny. Do you think so? Unlike a lot of the presenters you get on your Bloody hell. 60 in the spotlight. I did ask you to pick out two stories that you've sort of seen that are around at the moment. Yes. That are about, yeah. you know, the so, third age, as we're going to call age. it. Yeah, one that I saw um, was about, I'm going to give her her, because uh, I don't know her real name, Sally, is it Sally Metcalf? Sally... Oh, Sally Webster. I mean, I think she'd be married ten times. You mean from Coronation Street? I was just going to Sally Denver is her real name. Oh, wouldn't have known that. You're one of those people who would meet somebody from a soap and call them their soap name, well, aren't you? Well, the lucky thing is she's got the same Sally, yeah. the first name. Because but you would probably, do that, wouldn't you? Mm, no, I'd probably think, oh, I know you. Fr- you if you saw Ken straight? Barlow, what would you call him? A Tory. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the, the funny thing with that character, he used to you run into scenes with a guardian underneath his oxter. Apparently he's a real Tory in real life, so that's a bit disappointing. He's so dull. Is so he? Dull. Oh, I think so. I think he's a national treasure. We're probably not allowed to say that. Anyway, okay, Sally Denever. What were you saying about Sally um, Denever? She did this little article because she was on Strictly. She was on Dancing on Ice. Okay, I knew it was one of them. I knew it was one of that ones that they pull in the old Z yeah. list for <laughs> your career. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, maybe she's a seal, actually. She was somebody I was hoping might be a guest in the future, actually. <laughs> Stroke her off the bloody list. No, no, Crash. you can have her as kind of cool if you want your, your wingman. Dead list. Um, I was going to say, yeah, and she talked about being so, obviously on um, Dancing on Ice, now that you've pointed that out, um, you get to wear your kind of little sparkly, sexy dresses. And uh, she thought, this is a good thing, you know, after menopause, we should embrace, you know, being sexy. And she's trying to encourage more women of our age. I'm going to put you in my bracket now, okay? Um, to feel to feel sexy, you know, and we should be sort of feeling sexy. And I think, yeah, that's a really good thing. Because a lot of women, as you said, look in the mirror and they just think, oh. I look in the mirror and think it's, what do you call that stuff that's that's on your legs, the blobbiness that men don't get. Um, cellulite. Cellulite. Carol Smiley calls it cottage cheese, which I think is even worse. Know, yeah. it's not Do you feel great. sexy? Um, depending on what I'm wearing, I wouldn't say I would. Oh, so it does depend on what you're wearing? It does, actually. It does. I think you can feel sexy. Well, but when you're wearing nothing? Mm-hmm. Christ. <laughs> no. It's a bloody cellulite again, isn't it? Really? My legs are, I don't know where they came from, but they're... My calves are so big. I skated as a, a young, as a child. You could be on Dancing on Ice. My sister did that. She took a hell of a, sh- yeah, knock. No. Um, and if I could just reduce my leg size, I would feel sexy. I'm quite happy with my body shape. <sighs> have you ever felt sexy, though? Or is it an yes. age? Yes. Oh, you yeah. have? Oh, yes, absolutely. I never had you down as that. Oh, my God, yeah. So what was your peak sexiness? Probably about 50. No. Yeah. Oh, 50? Yeah. Oh, I think after you kind of like... Oh, you're um, a bit like an overripe peach. No, I still look young at 50. I think I still... I don't... I certainly don't feel 63. You well, but, but we haven't yet defined exactly what that is. Is 63 you or is it Madonna? We don't know yet, do we? I think, yeah, I think it's still easy to feel sexy. 
And but I for me it's down to what you wear. So what would you wear that would make you feel sexy? Because that cardigan ain't doing it. <laughs> that wasn't the intention. <laughs> Especially with a bit of darning just at the waist. And do you know what? There's a little hole beside it. I've Jesus got moths Christ. in the house. They're a nightmare. <laughs> a total flaming nightmare. And you can get, can't get rid of them. It's not the moths, it's the eggs. Anyway, um, yeah, just some lovely kind of dress. If you, Oh, actually, I've got um, quite a nice... Uh, no, it's not even a dress. Do you know, I kind of... It's a halter neck trouser thing that I got from my daughter's wedding. Oh, no. What <laughs> Fuck. Shut <laughs> your fucking mouth. Excuse my language. What do you mean, oh, no? I've got really good arms for my neck age. A trouser thing? Um, yeah. Not actually. a pantsuit. Is that what they call them? Is it a pantsuit? I think it is. is oh, no, but them? then you get that camel's toe. Oh, my God, nobody no, wants a 63-year-old camel's tight. toe. They're, they're kind of, like, loose. Um, I'm trying to remember the make. I think it's Ted Baker, actually. Yeah, and it's lovely. That's and it's for the wedding. Mate. Yeah, because I feel young, and I know it suits me. God, that's confidence. Where, it, where the hell did that come from? Yes. I don't know that it suits me, but I feel No, no, you, should have, you should have stuck with that. That was I good feel, when you I said that. I feel good in it. Good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna underscore that conversation. Yeah. Because Do I think you, that was a positive when place. When was the last time you felt sexy, Kay? True. Oh. Do you know what? I can't remember. Really. So that's my answer. I'm looking at what you're wearing just now. It, it's not the best thing. It's kind of like this blue baggy uh, sweatshirt with a scarf round it. Like it's, no, but see, I, I look quite chic. That's the thing. You know that woman. You know, I mean, a bit trendy. She foreign, can maybe the foreign editor in Channel Four News. She always wears that scarf. Yeah, around her neck. Yeah. You're looking a wee bit like that. Yeah. No, I'm going for older urban chic. You're certainly going for the older. Yeah. Whereas you're just going for sort of like. It's I mean, not. Like, I'm just shoes. going. To, do you know what? Those Kate? hiking boots. I know. Well, I've just come well, in. I mean, we live in Glasgow. I'm just going. What to would you have hiking off. boots on for? Yeah. I've got a trendy trainer. You see. Mm-hmm. It's. Do you want to know what my six in the. Sexy, sexy, sixty in the spotlight is. Tell me. Well, I've got a choice for you because we can only do one because you've rabbited on so much. Um, it's either Putin, Vladimir. Christ. He's the president of Russia, by the way. <laughs> I know you much... said you weren't a news person, um, and George or George Clooney. So you can have Vladimir Putin or George Clooney. Uh, go for Putin. Right. Okay. Well, I think. Well, I mean, you know, the political situation at the moment is absolutely shocking. I am absolutely obsessed by it mm-hmm. and upset by it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just have gone down mm-hmm. a complete Twitter hole with it. Right, we need to talk about that later, OK? OK. But I think this man is 69, right? Which is really sort of a very significant age, isn't he? I mean, he's not got that much longer to live. And do you get to that age and kind of look back on your past glories, if you like, or do you look forward? And that's what I find interesting as we get, like, as I get to this age, I find a lot of people in this age bracket sort of stop at a point and all of their views are sort of stuck in aspic, if you like, that, oh, it wasn't like that in my day, blah, blah, blah. They tend to look back to their glory days rather than embracing... Okay, looking forward. What's ahead of Looking forward. Mm -hmm. And for me and for what everybody says, he's obviously somebody who is looking backwards and he wants the world to stop where he thought it was best Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you think you do do you look forward or do you have a kind of 
Yeah, I, I think day. I absolutely, I have, I have both actually. I look back to my career, and I'm talking about work, okay? There were elements of my time at the BBC which I thought, I cannot believe I'm being paid for this. I am enjoying my work so much. Then it went downhill. <laughs> right. In the last sort of 10 years. Um and I loved that. But now, and that's why I was desperate to retire. And that's why I was looking forward to 60. Probably didn't look forward to 61 as much and 62 as much. Truth's coming out now <laughs> after a bloody hour. But, uh, yeah. And and I I love my life at the moment. Love to hear you say that because for all we're joking with each other and everything, I did want to do this podcast for a serious reason because I do know I've got an issue with this. And, you know, hopefully... I'm not going to drop off the edge of the planet soon. So I've got to come to terms with being 60 and this third age and the fact that you are sitting there saying, quite a bit older than me, um, sorry, I just kind of let it go, that you are loving life and that, you know, this is a good period of your life and that you're happy in your life is encouraging. So I am encouraged but I obviously have much to learn. And while you are a very, very valued spirit guide, Karen, might still addition some other people, um, <laughs> I do think <laughs> I need some more help. So please get in touch if you are out there. If you are already there, like Karen, if you're way on the other side, <laughs> you're just approaching it like me. Share your wisdom. Please help me find my peace with 60. Um, and you might well, like Karen, be saying, what's your problem? I don't know what my problem is, but I would love to hear how has it been for you? What tips would you give? What are the joys, the frustrations of the third age? And if there is any stories that you would like us to pick up on on our 60 in the spotlight, our fabulous, fabulous segment, or questions to put into our big six or bingo, um, then please, please do get in touch. Or dilemmas. We love dilemmas, don't we, Karen? We do enjoy a dilemma. We do. Jo we do. Any dilemmas you have, then we have an email address, which is, and I'm trying to make this as simple as possible, not for you, lovely, lovely people, if you're listening, <laughs> but for Karen, because she doesn't even have a laptop yet and she's not really got to quite to grips with it. Um, so it is podcast at htb60.com. Lower case. Do you know why it's HTB? Yeah, how to be. Oh, well done. How to be. Oh, so that is quite easy to understand. This is good. Podcast at htb60.com. So that is the email address. We would absolutely love to get your feedback. And as I say, I would so appreciate your guidance on how to be 60. How to be 60 was written and presented by Kay Adams with Karen McKenzie. A new episode drops every Friday. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you don't miss a single episode.